Hello and welcome to Business Stuff. I'm Matthew and today we will be discussing the recent investments or lack of investments of the renowned Oracle of Omaha, Warren Buffett. He has been called the best investor of all times for quite a while now, but recently many people have started doubting his abilities. But I'm here to provide some facts and some reasons as to why he still hasn't lost his edge. Now, why are people losing faith in Buffett? One of the first reasons is because of all these tech billionaires and other billionaires that own stock or companies that can flourish in a pandemic, making them much richer, much faster. While pre-pandemic Buffett was the fourth richest person worth around 80 billion, now he's the eighth richest worth around 69 billion. As FANGM stocks, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google, and Microsoft stocks rise to new highs, making their shareholders a lot of money. Financial and consumer staples are still at multi-year lows. Think Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Coca-Cola. And besides his large stake in Apple, that's not enough to offset the losses of these other major holdings. This and a few bad investments like Kraft Heinz and the airlines, which he's sold at high losses. This has caused Berkshire Hathaway stock to perform quite poorly in the last five years or so against the S&P 500, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, and the NASDAQ. Now, yes, I understand that in recent years, Berkshire Hathaway has not performed as well as it used to or even very well compared to the major indices. But I want to explain why I believe all these people who believe Buffett has dropped the ball on his investments are wrong. So, first of all, the reason why Berkshire Hathaway has not performed very well in the last few years is because it's such a big company. And usually when conglomerates get this size and this diversified, it's a lot harder to find growth. Now, another thing. Buffett has been known for his value investing, finding great companies at good prices, instead of looking for companies that will grow. This is much more speculative, I would say. Pure play value stocks are much harder to find in this market, as P.E. ratios all around have been constantly rising. This is not very good for value investing. It just goes to show that these tech stocks, though they're very highly valued, they do bring lots of growth, just not as much value. Now, if we're going to talk about Warren Buffett in recent times, we're going to have to talk about the airlines. In 2016-2017, Buffett made major purchases of the big four U.S. airlines, Southwest, Delta, United, and American, for a total investment of around $10 billion. He later sold his entire stake near the bottom of these stocks in April, stating that the industry has changed in a major way due to the virus. This caused these companies to borrow billions of dollars from the government and from the private sector to stay afloat as travel demand plummeted. It's not really their fault, but they should have had some money saved up, but they could never have predicted that a pandemic like this would wipe out travel demand. 
On this investment, Buffett lost around $5 billion, one of the worst investments Buffett has made throughout his history. I'm not sure if I have to, but I will. I just want to do a quick disclaimer that I do own shares of both Delta and Southwest. And it's a kind of a funny story about uh, how I got into the airline stocks. So around the middle of March when the market bottomed, I thought I could get some nice returns by buying very cheap stocks. So I thought the airline industry would be good because right after Buffett sold them and because Corona like tanked the stocks, they were at PEs at like 10 under. So I thought if I bought them, I could make a quick buck very quickly after. Then all these amateur Robin Hood day traders started shoving money into these stocks, pushing them so much higher. And I so regret not selling up there because I could have made a nice profit. But then people started coming to their senses and realizing, oh wait, no one's flying. These stocks are probably going to go bankrupt. And all the day traders also started ringing in the register, getting their profits. And the stock plummeted. I am currently at a small loss because I held on thinking maybe it'll keep going back up. But now I'm hoping to sell either at a break-even point or a small profit. So that's my experience with airlines and day traders. Maybe I'll make an episode on Robinhood day traders. But I don't think I'll be going back into the airline industry anytime soon. Oh man. Anyways, I'm going off track. Uh, Let's get back to Buffett. Throughout his history, Warren Buffett has generated massive returns for his investors through Berkshire Hathaway. But since around 2015, his returns compared to the S&P 500 have been maybe on par or much lower. But since 1965 to 2019, 1965 being the year he took the company over, he has returned around 2.7 million percent. That's equivalent to around 20 percent a year while the S&P only returned around 20,000% over that same time period, or 10% a year. This just goes to show you the power of compounding, where 10% a year can make a massive difference. Now, I want to compare Berkshire Hathaway's best year and worst year compared to the S&P 500's best and worst years. So, Berkshire's best year was in 1976, where the company returned 129.3% crazy but its worst year was just two years before that 1974 with a loss of 48.7 percent pretty bad the S&P 500 on the other hand was up 37.6 percent in 1995 that was his best year and down 37 percent in 2008 that was his worst year that just goes to show that even if in recent time the company returns have not been doing so well, it has the possibility to generate extreme returns for its investors. Another thing to look forward to in Berkshire and Buffett is $130 billion in cash and cash equivalents that could be used to buy almost anything at any time. Like, very recently, Berkshire's $10 billion natural gas pipeline purchase, which includes 7,700 miles of natural gas pipeline to add to his already huge 16,000-mile pipeline network. Man, that's big. This deal includes a $4 billion in cash plus a $6 billion assumption of debt. The purchase will help Dominion Energy, which sold the pipelines, turn into a more eco-friendly and sustainable company in the future, but it's another great example of value buying. 
as natural gas or any fossil fuels right now aren't doing very well. This will bring in good money for Berkshire in the short future and in the long future if they find that they want to sell these pipelines, they'll probably get a very good deal for it. In conclusion, Warren Buffett has generated extremely good returns for investors throughout Berkshire's history. Well, since 1965 when he took over. But in recent years, his performance has kind of slowed to the point where he's really underperforming the major indices, the big three, the Nasdaq, the Dow, and the S&P. By owning these low-growth cyclical stock with high dividend, very defensive, and by placing a few bad investments like Kraft Heinz, which has not been performing very well. Because what investor has not placed a few bad investments? And the fact that he's only had so few mistakes over his long career is pretty amazing. But I find the future is bright, especially with his $130 billion cash pile that he could use to buy two Ubers plus a Lyft at any time. His best years might be behind him, but we shouldn't be so quick to assume he's completely done for. One more thing before I end this episode. Investing is pretty hard. I've made many mistakes and I've only been in the market for around, I don't know, six months. But I have extreme respect for Warren Buffett and I always will. Even if I don't always agree on some of his investments, like his natural gas pipeline network, I'm a firm believer in the fact that we need to change to stop climate change. Even if many people believe that natural gas is, quote, clean, it isn't. It's still a dirty method of climate change. It's still a fossil fuel. Even though Buffett has invested a lot into clean solar and wind energy, but natural gas has to go if we want to solve one of the largest issues facing the human race. Okay, I'm serious this time. I will be ending the episode after this. But I just wanted to say a wholesome fact about Warren Buffett. He's given around $37 billion worth of Berkshire Hathaway stock to date and pledges to give away most of his fortune when he dies to charity. Largest charity he's been donating to? The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation which helps d developing countries improve their lives and giving them a chance to lift themselves out of hunger and extreme poverty, which is very wholesome. So that's pretty cool, Warren Buffett. Okay, like I said, I'm done for the episode. Hope I see you next time. Well, not really see you because this is not a video, it's a podcast. Anyways, thank you for listening. Bye.